Good afternoon to all of our fellow health enthusiasts. My name is Aubrey Mast and I am a professor of nutrition. This is a new podcast developed by my friend and colleague, Dr. Charles Benz. And we call this show Healing Trends with Dr. Benz. We search the internet every day to find the best scientific studies that can be used to improve the health of every interested person. You will not see many of these studies in conventional media because most doctors do not have the time or the interest in finding them. And there are special interests that are also less than enthusiastic about you knowing about these studies. Every week, we will explore nutritional science that has the potential to prevent and even reverse 90% of chronic illnesses. This could save many lives and help to stop the healthcare crisis that will eventually bankrupt our country. This is frequently called functional medicine, and it has been adopted by thousands of doctors as well as some medical schools and hospitals, such as the Cleveland Clinic. Today's program is entitled, Is Detoxification Really Necessary? Dr. Benz, I'm really excited about this conversation. Well, this is exciting to me, too, because, you know, you and I both go after this independently, and we really don't know what the other one's going to say when we get in there. So I, <laughs> I think that's exciting for me, because I, I wonder, what's Aubrey going to come up with today? Uh, <laughs> I think one of the things that's a good starting point, Aubrey, is um, I was actually uh, listening to an interview uh, on... Uh, I think it was a television uh, podcast. And the doctor was saying that uh, detoxification wasn't necessary, that the body's designed to handle detoxification, and so there's no need to go into any extra efforts. And And I think her point was it really doesn't work anyway. Well, I, I don't know. You, you might say that I was upset by that, but uh, I happen to know that there's a lot of situations where there's toxins that aren't being handled by the body. And I'd just like to go over a quick list and then ask for your input on, on what you think about this. Uh, the first one is asbestos. Uh, if the body was able to detox that, we wouldn't have all the lung cancer that we have. Smoking is another one, and it's also a lung cancer issue. Uh, the industrial chemicals that are out there are just causing so many diseases now, uh, including cancer. And there's thousands and thousands of more chemicals being introduced into the environment every every year, um, especially the, the plastics and the PBAs. Uh, that is a known cause for breast cancer. And then you've got mercury and aluminum and lead. Uh, these all accumulate at dangerous levels. Radiation is now a proven toxin and, and is one of the causes of actually breast cancer because of mammograms that people are getting too much of and x-rays that are getting too much of. Things like chlorine and, and fluoride are also toxins, uh, especially to the liver. And then you go down to the foods and people say, well, how can, how can toxins be in the food? But, you know, you've got the pesticides and all the other things that are, are used to keep things under control and, and not let bugs and, bur and, and things get out of, uh, out, of, out of control in the environment so the food is healthy. But you've also got saturated fats, which we often classify as a toxin, and alcohol and sugar. And now a new study has come out. We've actually identified the molecule in meat, red meat, and dairy that actually is responsible for cancer and other diseases, and it's called the NEU5GC molecule. So the science is, is really impeccable and really broad on this, and so I don't know where these doctors get off saying it, and I just thought, what, what's your input on this? Because, boy, I, I think it's a major problem. Yeah, I think the laundry list of where we're exposed to toxins 
quickly will have somebody crossing their eyes and wishing to not have this conversation, honestly. Um, because you said red meat and a type three carcinogen is also deli meats. And that was recognized years ago. And then you have the environmental contaminants of flame retardants and herbicides and pesticides and uh, water that has chemical um, and carcinogens in it. You know, it's it's really difficult, I think, at this point in time to have the belief that we do not need to detoxify. There was a report that was done in 2014 that showed, you know, the average American is exposed to anywhere from 500 to several thousand hits of environmental um, contaminants every single day. And 80,000 of those contaminants have not adequately been studied for their role on how they can change human health and well-being. So I don't think the conversation is, is detoxification necessary. I think the conversation is how do we adequately detoxify our bodies? Yeah, that's that's a great point. And, and you know, I, I, I was just refreshing myself today uh, listening to a podcast by Dr. Joseph Pizzorno, who actually wrote a book called The Toxin Solution. It's probably the best book that's ever been written on this topic. And he's probably the foremost expert on toxins in the body in the world. And uh, one of the things that he came up with, which I, I found this out a couple of years ago, which re- really was uh, an eye-opener for me, is he found that there was a urine test that could actually tell what the level of, of uh, damage was being done in your body to your DNA, and it's the 8-O-H-G-D test. So this test will tell you what the accumulated damage is in your cells. What it doesn't tell you is where it's coming from because it's coming from 10,000 different places. It's not coming from one source. So you always have to dig a little bit deeper to find out, you know, was it mercury? Was it lead? And there are specific tests for heavy metals and other things like that. But we need to start with something that gives us a measure of where we are now on this toxic load. And then if we do detoxification, we can actually measure what the impact is by seeing if the DNA damage is being repaired. And so that to me is great because now we have a measuring stick. We have a measuring tool that we can actually use to track how detoxification is being handled. Then we can talk about, okay, let's get rid of these toxins in in our food. Let's get rid of these cleaning things in our house. Let's eat a better diet and let's do our supplements that are going to be helpful but I'm going to let you start with that because you're our nutritional expert. You come with the foods quicker and better than anybody else. And so which ones should we not eat and which ones should we eat? I mean, is, is that a fair question? Yeah. I mean, I think this is such a layered conversation, you know, because when we talk about conventional versus organic, there is conventional produce is grown a lot of times with herbicides and with fungicides and with pesticides and those compounds can be soil bound as well meaning that the plant has the capability of uptaking those compounds and then if we are looking at water you know not all water especially if it's tap water um, is filtered to the place where we're removing lead or mercury uh, environmental contaminants Uh, chloride or fluoride or chlorine and fluoride and so there can be an additional concern with having conventionally grown produce not only because of what's happening in the soil but also because of the water that is going to deliver nutrients to that um, plant so again you know we've talked about this i think in one of our first podcast about the importance of eating organically because 
you cannot use those chemical residues. So you do not see the same industrial chemical load or toxic load. So I think, you know, the rule of the game, no matter what we're talking about, is trying to move ourselves to more of that plant-based diet, right? Removing animal products, especially low-grade animal products. And by that, I mean animals that are raised in factory farms, animals that do not have or the capability to see the light of day, that are on high doses of antibiotics or are supplemented with their food. Those are additional places where we can see uh, exposure to toxins that are completely unnecessary. So eating high grade meats, if you're going to choose animal products. So, you know, um, locally grown, sustainably slaughtered, making sure there is grass fed and free range. And then comes the role of, you know, actually what are the foods that help detoxify our bodies? So the dark leafy greens, and you're like, you've talked about this multiple times, Dr. Benz, the greens powder is by far one of the best things that we can supplement with. And beyond that, we have to address, well, what are the toxins that we're uh, trying to detoxify from? So cilantro is fantastic to add into our diets because it binds to heavy metals. Chlorella and spirulina, which are both sea algaes, have been shown to bind to um, chemicals and industrial chemicals and environmental chemicals along with heavy metals to help remove them from the body. And then I think we cannot avoid addressing activated charcoal, bentonite clay, and the role of root vegetables like beets and sweet potatoes and um, yams and carrots because especially sweet potatoes they have found in research in 2016 and in 2018 it was replicated to show that sweet potatoes have the capability of binding on to heavy metals in the digestive system wow you gave me a lot to think about because you you touched on a lot of really interesting topics i I can remember the first time that I was doing a study for the city of Toronto on their uh, wastewater treatment facility. And I went in to look at what the filtration system was like. And remember, they're on Lake Ontario. And we know at that time, back in the 80s, Lake Ontario was almost as toxic as Lake Erie. And there were probably 200 known carcinogens in the water in Lake Ontario. And I asked the director of the wastewater plant, how many do you test for? And he said, 20. And I went, wait a minute, you only tested for 20 carcinogens? What happens to the other 180? And then it was like each one of those toxins had a level that was uh, acceptable, let's say. And I said to him, but what if you... What if you look at all the toxins that are coming in? Is there a cumulative level that's acceptable? Oh, he said, we don't look at that. We only look at the individual toxins and whether the toxic level of those is fine. And I thought, oh my God, this is really a dangerous situation. That's the day I decided to start drinking bottled water. And I found myself the best bottled water in the world. And I actually have been drinking that ever since. It's been like 35 or 40 years ago. And I think everything that I've learned since then has borne this out because I was listening to Dr. Rosorno. Do you know that 20% of our water supply has excess arsenic in it? That's dangerous beyond acceptable levels. And I'm thinking, 
Do people know this? The EPA has documents that tell you whether you have arsenic in your, in your zip code or not, in your water in your zip code, but nobody's accessing that information. We have that uh, information on our artificial intelligence platform. When people put in their zip code, we immediately know what toxins are in the air and what toxins are in the water so that we know how to start with what their health challenges are. So to me, that was like the number one thing. And then I ran into vaccinations, which as, as carriers, they use mercury and aluminum. And I had grandchildren uh, later on that were coming into the world. And I was having my daughter-in-law say, what do we do about that? You're right about the sea greens chelating that mercury, but they also were then putting in aluminum in some of them. And I, and I had to research and find out that silica was the thing that chelates aluminum out of the body. And there were a couple of waters like Volvic and there's one other Fiji water that have extremely high levels of aluminum. We found out that if the kids were, the mothers would get the vaccination spaced out, one every week or not all at once as they often try to do, and then drink this water with the silica in it for three or four months, they could actually get all of the aluminum out and then they would add the chlorella and the blue-green algae and they would get all of the mercury out. So there's ways to do this, but you really have to work hard at it. You have to be knowledgeable. And that's, I think that's the biggest problem. People don't know what they don't know about toxins. Completely. I would also offer that the Environmental Working Group has an amazing resource for everybody that's listening on looking and you can type in your zip code and we'll pull up what carcinogens are found within your water supply. This is one of the, the conversations and lectures I have with my students all the time. And they have this moment where they're like, hold on, we're being exposed to toxins with the clothes that we're buying, with the food that we're eating, with the water that we're drinking. How do we avoid it? Especially as it relates to this carcinogenic and toxic load. And the piece to me is always about how can I become more educated? So EWG has done a fantastic job as a resource for all consumers to look at what is the toxic load of your beauty supplies, of your shampoo, of your conditioner, of your hand wash, of your water, and it goes on. And so I think that tool is something that you can find great empowerment with. We always try to make these things as simple and straightforward as possible. And I ran into that same situation when I was writing my book called The Healthy Smoker, How to Quit Smoking by Becoming Healthier First. And all the research was pointing to the fact that before you try to do anything else, and especially before you try to quit, because the whole book is about trying to quit is too difficult. So you better make yourself healthy first so your body will let you quit. And so the, the first chapter is like detoxification before anything else. And it goes over all these things. And when I made it simple in the book, like eat these foods and not these foods, take these supplements and, and eat this way or get rid of these kinds of foods with pesticides in it, it just made it simpler for people. And so that to me, as you said, to try to get it in the most simple form. So let's spend the last 10 minutes on this topic, sort of drilling down. Because when I was listening to Dr. Bizzorno this morning, he said 50% of all chronic disease is caused partially by toxins. And I thought, okay, that's a good starting point. We, we know that toxins play a role, but where are the most common things that people encounter? And one of them that I encountered recently was swimming pools. Did you know that the chlorine gas that's emitted from the body fluids and the chlorine in the pool 
actually can cause many different kinds of cancer because that gas can deplete zinc levels and it can deplete vitamin D3 levels. And one of our sponsors is a, a guy in South Carolina that has a, a process for actually taking that gas off the surface of the pool. And so it's a, like an extractor and extracts the gas. So when you're swimming, you're getting more oxygenated water and less chlorinated water, air rather. And so I think that's the thing that one of the things that you can do is make sure you know what your zinc and your vitamin D3 levels are. Try to find a pool that takes that chlorine gas off of it because that's a safer pool. So that's one thing. And just very quickly, the other things that I heard Dr. Bizzorno emphasize was things like aspirin and Tylenol and ibuprofen. These are toxins of the first magnitude. And so if you want to keep your stomach and your gut useful and, and beneficial and actually developing the nutrients that you need, get away from those things because those are things that actually destroy your gut permeability and also destroy your stomach lining. And so aspirin, Tylenol, and ibuprofen are things that people should say, what are some safe alternatives to them? So I'm just going to throw those two out there as the starting point for what people can start to do personally. Yeah, it's great. I think also the role of spices comes in and like literally using food as medicine. So when we talk about removing aspirin and Tylenol, a great replacement, and they published research, I think it was in 2018, could it be 2017? I'm drawing a blank. Comparing turmeric with black pepper to Tylenol and NSAIDs, and they showed that turmeric and black pepper were just as effective as Tylenol and NSAIDs, meaning that you can take turmeric combined with black pepper and it can help with the inflammation, it can help with the pain without causing that toxic load on the kidneys and the liver. Additionally, turmeric and black pepper create a sense of metabolism and increase thermoregulation in the body so they will help actually detoxify the body. There's several things of becoming aware. We reduce our toxic load in our body because we become aware of where we expose to toxins. And I just think water and clothes, environmental toxins, off-gassing is a really a big thing. Having environmental exposure to heavy metals through our water and also our food supply and the air that we're breathing in. So making sure that we're detoxifying daily with our dark leafy green or a greens powder or adding in these sea algaes into our diets, making sure we're drinking really clean water that is devoid of these contaminants and the carcinogens is just part of the process. Yeah, no, I think I think we're on to something here. And, and one, of, one of the things that in terms of supplementing substituting the way you were suggesting and dr bizzorno was recommending golden seal as a really good cleanser in the gut and so if you want to clean up the 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 gut and get detoxified and, and make sure your bacteria levels are the right are correct then golden seal plays a real role there. And also kiwi fruit. It was really interesting that he said the kiwi fruit had some elements in it that were really powerful for improving gut health too. And the other thing he said was the liver, when you start to detoxify the liver, which that's the main organ for detoxification, he said often iron is actually needed and that women often have a problem keeping their iron levels up. And if you don't have high enough iron levels, you can't really make the molecules that help your liver to do the detoxification job that it needs to do. 
And the other thing he mentioned was a dandelion root. Uh, it's another great thing to cleanse and detoxify the liver. So I think we've given people a lot of food for thought today. Is there anything you want to add in before I put a word in for our sponsor? I think the only other piece that came up right now where I'm at and where a lot of people are at, there's chickweed growing. And that's a, a known in indigenous cultures as a detoxifier, as well as pumpkin seeds. And these those will both bind to carcinogens and heavy metals. And so there are a lot of resources for everybody to be able to utilize to help in their detoxification process. If you're really serious, get the detoxification book, The Toxic Solution by Dr. Pizzorno, or go into some of the sites that Aubrey mentioned today and access some of the information on where these toxins are and how to get rid of them. And uh, I think it's possible. People just have to really do a little more research. We can start them, but I don't think we can finish the job. We can get them started. My little book on smoking cessation called The Healthy Smoker, a lot of people say to me, well, that's a good book on just getting healthier naturally. It doesn't have to be just for smokers. And I thought, yeah, probably. So that's a good little book that people can get to uh, to help them in that area too. So with that, I'd like to take a few minutes and just thank our sponsors. I mentioned the Paddock Pools people from South Carolina. They're the ones who make that vacuum extractor that we talked about earlier. If you don't have one in your area, you you should actually call Paddock Pools and say, hey, would, would you send us some information? Because our gymnasium has a pool next to it, and we need to have something like that in it. So I'm really suggesting if you're a swimmer, you should probably contact the people that are involved in the swimming pool and find out if they know about this vacuum extractor, and they should actually look into it. The other one is a group from Sarasota called the Southern Trust Financial Planning Group. And they're really a good organization because they've been doing workshops uh, with featuring me for about 15 or 20 years now for their clients. And so they're interested in not just financial health, but their clients' personal health or physical health. And so that's a company that if you want to find someone interested in both aspects of health, they're the ones that can really help you. That's Southern Trust Financial Planning. And then, of course, uh, I mentioned tests before. And... DHA Labs is a lot of the tests that I've developed for them have the 8-OHGD test in it. And we're starting to work now trying to find whether we can put this NEO5GC test in there for the meat and dairy because we'd like to know how many people have that molecule in their body in excess. And DHA Labs is at the leading edge of these kind of advanced testing systems. And so I say if you're an employer or you're an individual, uh, look into DHA Labs and try to get some of their more advanced tests because you can prevent most of these chronic illnesses five to ten years before traditional tests will do it. So DHA Labs can help you do that. And finally, our other sponsor is MPB Health. MPB Health is a co-op uh, arrangement. Uh, it's like health insurance, but it's not the same as health insurance because they like to get people who are interested in health and they like to make sure that they're well and practicing a wellness program. And that way they can keep their costs down. And so they share the costs. So that way everybody has a vested stake in it, not like the existing system where uh, when you're in a group, a healthcare insurance group, everybody pays for everything regardless of how healthy they are. I think that needs to stop, that needs to change. And MPB Health is leading that change by making sure that people pay attention to their health and uh, make sure that all the costs are as low as possible by preventing illness and disease before it actually happens. So 
That's our program today on detoxification. Thanks to Aubrey Mast for again adding in such wonderful content. And uh, thanks to all our listeners and our sponsors. We hope this is uh, bringing you good information that you can use every day to become healthier. Thanks again and talk to you soon. <music>